Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that will help you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. Together, for you. Welcome to episode 47 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key, and I'm so happy that you decided to join me. I am a family physician and an obesity medicine physician in Canada, and I'm also a weight loss coach for physicians. So I help physicians like you go from struggling with your weight to having a confidence, knowing exactly what you need to do and how to get yourself to do it, to lose the weight you want and feel in control around your eating. In particular, I have a special interest in helping people with binge eating and significant emotional eating because I think those are really difficult situations that traditional just diet plans don't actually address. And what you need is really deeper coaching and cognitive behavioral type work to figure out the source of it and really get a handle on it. If you think you could benefit from that type of coaching, then I encourage you to head over to my website at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and click on the work with me tab. Uh, I am filling up these days. So if there's no availability for a free introductory session on the calendar there, just send me an email. There's a link right there to send to info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and ask to be added to the waitlist. Currently, this episode comes at the beginning of November. Any introductory sessions will be booking for coaching starting in December. So if you're interested, make sure you get over there and get on the list soon. I have to apologize uh, for my voice this week. I'm just getting a cold. You know how it is when you start an office day, feel fine, and then through the course of the office day, start to feel less fine. That was me yesterday. Uh, And so I know my voice has that gravelly husky tone that you might not be used to, uh, but bear with me and uh, we will get going. So in today's episode, what I'm going to show you is how to take back the power of your internal stories and make them work for you, not against you. And this is a really important topic because we always have a running story about ourselves going on in the background. And there's probably a good portion of your life that you haven't actually really noticed that. Uh, Maybe if you've been listening to this podcast, you might be starting to be aware of some of the stories that are going on about you. Um, But I think it's really important to look at this intentionally. So when I talk about internal stories, and we're talking the standpoint of the thought work and stuff that I do through coaching, there's a lot of different type of stories we tell. And stories is kind of a word for thoughts. What we're talking about today is the stories that are t- we're telling us about ourselves and our actions. So how we're kind of rehashing things that have already happened in the background. And I think this is a really good topic today. I'm recording it the day after Halloween, and it's going to come out just in a couple days. Uh, But so probably a lot of you listening will be having a story about Halloween going on in the background. And maybe it's a story that uh, is good. Like maybe Halloween went really well for you. You felt in control. You ate only what you planned to eat. Uh, And so the story is that things went well. And that story would likely be helping you continue on your plan this week. I suspect there's going to be a lot of people because Halloween is a difficult holiday who may have stories about how things didn't go well, how they ended up eating far more candy than than you planned. 
Um, and just as an aside, I did do a Facebook Live about Halloween just uh, on October 30th about different approaches you could take to Halloween. And if you didn't see that Facebook Live, make sure you take a moment and just go over to Facebook and like the Weight Solutions for Physicians page so that you do get notification. I'm going to try and do more Facebook Lives so you get a little bit of different content in a different format. Uh, And just make sure you like the page so that you have a good chance of seeing it when I do do it. All right, so Halloween stories. So if you're carrying around a story about how things didn't go well, and there's that kind of you know, constant in the background story about how you messed up or whatever else you want to say about it, that type of story will probably Im- impact your ability to get back on track in a negative way. And this is where I think it's really important that we have this discussion because these stories are there. And they're slippery. They're there quietly in the background. It's not, you know, sometimes they're loud. Sometimes you can really hear yourself beat yourself up. But sometimes they're subtle. And those are the ones that I want to talk about is when you think you're just going about your day and there's kind of a voice saying, yeah, but you screwed up. And remember how you screwed up in this area or something similar. Those stories that are there really undermine us. Um, and they can be a contributor to that kind of self-sabotage pattern or where you think that you're really focused on uh, sticking to your plans and losing the weight and yet find you end up falling off of it. Often these background stories uh, are a big contributor to that. And I think it's important to know that these stories continue on. Like it's not like you, um, you know, catch one, correct it, never deal with it again. This is a skill that you'll need to just get in the habit of just using regularly. I still catch myself with these stories like, um, I can't even remember the context of it, but this week, and this is why I'm doing this podcast, I caught myself being like, yeah, but you kind of screwed up uh, that. And I don't even remember what it was. And realized like I was just driving I was doing some errands or something and there's a thought in the background about how I screwed up now that's not going to help me stay on track it's not going to help me feel good or happy uh it kind of feels crappy when you actually recognize it uh and so I think like even this far into my weight loss journey even the fact that I do a lot of weight loss work I talk to a lot of people about weight loss it's a fairly big focus in my life And yet my brain still does this. So this is one of those skills that you need to just kind of learn, build, and keep using. It's not a one-time skill. Uh, So I wanted to just kind of talk about some specific points about this. Number one, there is always a background story going on in your head. You can think of this like your narrator. So your brain is always narrating your actions and your behaviors. You may not always be aware of it because... Like I said, it's slippery, it's subtle, it's kind of deeper in the background. Stories are just thoughts. They are not fact, although some of them you may have thought long enough that it feels like fact to you. It feels so truthful. These are not facts. They are purely stories. They're thoughts that you have made up and maybe you've thought them a long time so they feel factual, like they've been there forever, but they're just thoughts. And the beautiful thing with thoughts is that they are always optional. We always have the choice to decide whether or not they serve us and whether or not we want to work on changing them. 
And so I would say a lot of these background stories that we tell ourselves are probably thoughts that would benefit from some changing. Most of them are not serving us. I haven't met a lot of people whose background stories in the back of their heads is how fantastic they are and how focused they are and how they're getting it done. Uh, The only people that I've really met that have that are doing that intentionally, like they focus on it, but it doesn't happen unintentionally very often, I don't think. Definitely doesn't happen unintentionally with me. Uh, So the third point is this is one of those things that if you really work on this and you change your background story, it's going to change your experience of your weight loss. So these background stories are some of the stuff that contribute to a sense of struggle with your weight loss, a sense of deprivation with your weight loss, a sense of failure with your weight loss. And so changing these stories will change that weight loss experience. But guess what? They also will improve the rest of your day. So the day that doesn't have anything to do with weight loss, that benefits from cleaning up these stories. Because like I said, when these stories are running in the background, as you go about your day, you're working, you're playing with your kids, and you're thinking stories about how you're not measuring up, that kind of ruins it, like it puts a shadow on those other activities. And when you start to clean them up, so you're not constantly having that negative narration going on in the background the other activities that you're doing are more enjoyable because you feel better and you're not having stories that are generating negative emotion on an ongoing basis. All right, so let's talk about how you do this. How do you recognize these and manage them so that they're not getting in your way and you can actually start to actually make them work for you? So step number one is you have to become aware of what these stories are and when they're happening and catch them like slippery little spiders in the background if you want a Halloween theme. <laughs> so you, you need to kind of shine the light on them and catch them when they're there. That just means being kind of open and curious about when these might be coming up, when they might be uh, showing up and noticing them. Now, I think the really important thing here is it's not catching them and beating yourself about having them uh, because it's normal that this is happening. Even if they're really negative, horrible stories that are in the background of your head, it is normal. It's the way our brains perceive it. And so catching them and then feeling bad about them being there only perpetuates what we're trying to undo. So you catch them with just kind of curiosity and compassion and go, oh, that's interesting. Look at that's there. Kind of like the example I gave earlier in this week where I caught myself going, well, you really screwed that up uh, when I was doing something totally unrelated to eating or weight. Uh, You just want to catch it and go, oh, look at that. Okay, step two is you want to identify common themes and kind of recognize what they are so that you can decide whether or not they're serving you and work on choosing alternative ones. So common themes I would say that I see with people would be like body image stuff. So beating yourself up about not measuring up body image wise. Uh, Failure, like constant thoughts about having failed, not doing your plan well enough, not following it good enough. Uh, not losing weight fast enough. All those would be kind of common failure themes. 
the other one would be kind of self-worth type themes. So maybe not even directly related to your weight, but kind of the not good enough in other arenas like work, which I, I think, you know, the more I work with physicians, I recognize this is a really common theme for a lot of us is that I'm just not quite good enough. I'm not quite measuring up type theme in work and uh, motherhood and all the different areas of our life that we're actually probably doing quite well at. But in our brains, there's a story about how it's not enough. And so catching the different themes, deciding what your themes are, you know, you may have totally different themes than what I just listed there. And then working on an alternative way to think about it. So I have some examples of some different themes you could use for your alternative way to think about them. The first one would be the cliffhanger. And this one is, I'm reading some novels with my twins. And they're totally into the cliffhangers. So when a chapter ends, they're like, oh, it's a cliffhanger. We need to read more. Uh, So for you, for your story, a cliffhanger would be uh, like the background stories going on. And you could use, but what if I did... Or what if that's not true? And just kind of leave it a little bit hanging like a question where you have to think about it, but it gives your brain a different direction on how to think about it. So our brains are really powerful at answering questions for us, but we have to give them direction. Left to their own accord, they'll almost 100% think more negatively. So just, but what if uh, I did? Or what if... uh, this wasn't so bad. Just putting something out there um, that lets you learn a little bit, lets you kind of generate a different viewpoint. Okay, the romantic comedy would be that everything's going to turn out okay. And so a new thought would be, uh, I'm just going to figure it out. I'm going to keep figuring it out and it's going to work out. So anytime you come up with negative stuff, you just put that in. And then the drama would be, you can't talk to me like that anymore. And so I think this is a really powerful stance to take with your own brain is when you catch really negative stuff going, you know what, I've decided you don't talk to me like that. So kind of like you would to your kids, if your kids were saying, you know, calling you names and stuff, you would say, you know what, that's not polite. You don't talk to me like that. Same thing to do to yourself uh, and create a little drama in your brain. Um, and th- the third and final step is changing the story is you. So once you've decided how you want to think about it and you've chosen an intentional way of thinking about it that generates a bit more of a better feeling emotion and you think will help you more towards positive action, then you have to practice a new thought. And so you have to, every time you notice it, so that first step of awareness, you then have to go, oh, you know what? I don't think that anymore. This is what I think and put in the new thought. And when you first start doing this work, there may be days where it feels like every minute you're replacing the thought, but it's just, it's just reprogramming your brain. So initially you'll have these negative thoughts come up a lot because they have been, and you just haven't been aware of them. And you just keep replacing the new thought and you don't get angry. You don't get upset at yourself. You just do it in a compassionate way. So you're just retraining your brain. No, that's not how I think about that. This is how I think about it. And you put in your new thought. And the more you practice it, eventually 
it'll become less and it'll become easier. And like I said, don't expect that it'll totally go away uh, because that I don't think is a realistic expectation. These negative patterns will always be there, but it'll become much easier to correct it and you'll catch it earlier. You won't wallow in it or have it go on and on all day or multiple days. You'll just be like, oh yeah, there it is. But this is how I'm going to think about it instead. All right. So I would love your thoughts on what you're going to work on changing how you're thinking about. So what stories do you have in the background and how are you going to change them to make you a more positive hero in your own story? Send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. If you have a moment to go over and leave a review on the iTunes or other podcast platform, I would really appreciate it. And remember to hit subscribe while you're there. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. And now for a quick disclaimer. This podcast contains general education information on weight loss for physicians. I'm not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional. And no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing.